Today on Prospectology, I'll be discussing which 2021 NFL Draft prospects in their first year will struggle and who will succeed coming up next on Prospectology after a quick word from our sponsors. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to episode 96 of Prospectology. I'm your host, as always, Luch, and let's get right into the middle of it. Today, I'm discussing which prospects that were just drafted will either succeed in their first year or struggle heavily. Um, according to me, personally me, uh, we'll start with who I, I feel will struggle. Um, first one I think will struggle right out of the gate uh, was Baltimore's second first-round pick, uh, Jason Oway. Um, and he wants to be called Osafa now, uh, but he on film was just a very raw athlete. Uh, he does everything well. Uh, he timed, uh, what people fell in love with was his pro day where he ran really fast, uh, lifted a ton, uh, went through the agility drills and was Arguably, uh, from people who do analytical stuff, he was arguably the best defensive end uh, athletically that we have seen ever uh, in the history of the NFL. But uh, I just, unless he can learn the game of football, um, which he hasn't been playing too too often, I think he'll he'll struggle. He won't get too many snaps, but uh, even on film. Uh, in college, he didn't really get finished at the quarterback. So uh, I feel like he'll need some time to develop. I'm not saying he's going to be a bust, uh, but him coming in year one, I don't think he'll give the Ravens uh, that much of an impact. Uh, pick number two that I, or player number two that I think will. Uh, tend to struggle in his first year um, and hit me up on the on my Twitter at Luch Bryant if you disagree or you have a prospect from this year's class that you think will either be really good and productive in his first year or uh, just kind of struggle a little bit until he develops. But prospect number two uh, comes from the New York Jets and it's Zach Wilson, their first uh, first round pick, uh, quarterback out of BYU. Uh, I love all the traits that Zach Wilson has. He has a strong arm. He's accurate. Got a great deep ball. Uh, he does have some injury history. Um, but him just, and they did give him some help on the offensive line that they did draft it with Elijah Veritucker. He's got Makai Becton. Uh, but even with Elijah Moore, which they got in the second round, the wide receiver from Ole Miss, I, I just there's just something about being in New York as a quarterback uh, that I I think he'll win some games, uh, but realistically, I think he'll he'll struggle because of uh, all of the lacking departments that they have on that team. Uh, the defense isn't very good. Uh, they can use an in infusion of some talent there, which will put the offense 
um, in a in a hurry up game and trying to catch up most of the time. So I think Zach Wilson will have his moments in his first year for the Jets, but I think he'll tend to struggle a little bit. Uh, third prospect is Buffalo's Gregory Russo. <clears throat> Just like Jason Oway, people fall in love with the um, measurements. Uh, Russo's tall, long, and not very fast, and still learning to play the defensive end position although he was highly productive at Miami. At the beginning of the draft prospect process last year, I even fell under the spell of it. I had him as my number one defensive end, but diving more into the film, you can see that most of his sacks were, were kind of given to him. Uh, I, I liked him better rushing from the inside at defensive tackle where he could use that length. Um, and leverage pretty well to uh, take advantage of offensive guards. Uh, but I think Gregory Russo on a Buffalo defensive line that's absolutely loaded, I think he'll tend to struggle and get his feet settled in there. Um, so that's another one. Uh, Arizona's Zaven Collins, absolutely love the player. I just don't know with him getting drafted by Arizona, where he fits in that defense. They got to play him at defensive end because he is 270 pounds now, or are they going to play him as a hybrid? Uh, they're kind of playing that cat and mouse type of game like they did with Isaiah Simmons, uh, not giving him a, a specific role and letting him flourish in it uh, like he did in, in at Clemson. But Zayvon Collins could be very productive in his first year this year coming up, or he could just be flat out confused because he doesn't have a, a position or role that they specifically have for him. I could be wrong, but that's just my opinion on the player. And lastly, some of the pro uh, one of the last prospects I have that I think will struggle. This year's Indianapolis Quiddy Pay. Uh, if you've listened to previous episodes of Prospectology, I went into detail of what type of player I saw in in Quiddy Pay, and he's a very dominant run defender, but still with all the athletic ability he has, he he doesn't have the pass rush arsenal that he needs to get after the passer on a down to down um, on a down to down distance. So Quiddy Pay could struggle not against the run, but he could struggle to produce in sacks or QB hurries. Uh, things like that. So he won't be as productive until he learns and develops some pass rush moves with the Indianapolis Colts. But uh, I like the pick there. Just needs some refining of uh, some of his other things. Uh, some prospects that I think will flourish or excel this season. Um, and you guys know me. 
I'm a huge offensive line guy, and I think Rashawn Slater out of the Los Angeles Chargers, he'll have a major impact on that running game and keeping Justin Herbert upright uh, for the for the Chargers. Um, I think he'll have a huge impact in these offensive linemen in general. If I move on to my next prospect, it's also Penny Swell, the two best offensive tackles in this past year's class. Um, Penny Swell will definitely help Jared Goff stay upright. And whatever running back they uh, want to throw out, whether it's DeAndre Swift, he'll lead a convoy to get him into the end zone. So those two players, I think, on the offensive line will have a huge impact for their teams this upcoming season. Even though offensive linemen were a very selfless, we get no uh, credit or glory for the touchdowns or anything, but those two will excel this year. My next one is, and you can jot down notes for some of these skill players that I'm going to be listening next for fantasy purposes, but Najee Harris out of Pittsburgh or drafted by Pittsburgh from Alabama. I think Najee Harris is that running, brutal, brute force running game that the Pittsburgh Steelers need to go back to their old, old ways of running it down your throat and being able to attack you over the top with Chase Claypool, Juju Smith-Schuster, um, players like that. So Najee Harris will have a huge impact. He just knows, and he's a very patient runner. Uh, he's got a solid build, so he doesn't go down on first contact. Uh, he can give you some pass-catching ability in the passing game. Uh, I think Najee Harris will excel this season coming up. Who would I be if I didn't take or pick Kyle Pitts to have a very successful and impactful first season with the Atlanta Falcons? Uh, this guy just does it all. He's a generational talent, not like any tight end we've ever seen, even though he's more of a tight end slash. He's a wide receiver in a tight end body. But the way he is able to run routes at his size – um, go up and make contested catches uh, in traffic. Just able to find the ball. Doesn't doesn't ever drop the ball, hardly. Um, he'll make an impact for that Atlanta Falcons offense. Don't know if Atlanta's defense will be any good, but they'll definitely put up some points. Uh, Miami uh, hit a home run with Jalen Waddle. He provides that deep threat that they always needed in a spark that defensive teams need to, as soon as Miami steps in the stadium, say, we got to worry about that guy. Uh, Jalen Waddle, the way he moves is just unnatural. Uh, he's very fluid mover, uh, elite speed. We're talking pretty close to Tyreek Hill speed. Uh, so he'll be a, a playmaker, um, 
in my opinion, this year for Miami and take them to the next level, especially teaming up with his old quarterback in Tua Tagalavoa. And on the defensive side of the ball, Carolina's J.C. Horn will have an impact on Carolina's defense. Uh, It's a young defense, but J.C. Horn is a culture changer. He'll battle every play, whether he gives up a big play or not. Uh, he's just, he's a dog. He he brings that energy and that passion to the defense that everyone will, will gather around and rally up uh, the defense for Carolina for years to come. So I think he'll have a big impact on that defense, even if it's not statistic-wise or stat-wise. Uh, as a leader, he'll... Uh, rally the troops there. Uh, and then another player keep an eye on that I think will excel is Baltimore Ravens' first first-round pick, Rashad Bateman out of uh, Minnesota. Uh, this dude is not the most elite route runner, but he's got pretty decent speed. Uh, the dude catches everything with a hand in his face or when he's contested uh, for the ball. He'll come down with it. As long as it hits him in the hands, he's coming down with it. Uh, And I think he provides another spark plug on that Baltimore offense that was lacking some firepower in the air attack. Um, Now they have Marquise Goodwin. Or, yeah, they have Hollywood Brown. Or Marquise Brown, not Goodwin, but they have Rashad Bateman now. Uh, they have Devin Duvernay, who provided a little bit of spark, especially in the return game last year for Baltimore. Uh, but these are players that I think will excel and struggle this year in their first rookie season. Uh, let me know what you think. Hit me up on the Twitter, at Luch Bryant. And stay tuned for next week's episode of Prospectology, where... When the schedule comes out, I will break down who I think has the easiest schedule and who I think has the hardest schedule in the league. So stay tuned for bigger, better things here on Prospectology where we're getting you ready for the draft one prospect at a time eventually. But until then, I'm out.